a lot of communities now are seeing that focusing in on these areas is a great way to make for a more resilient community. When you think of cities, what images come to mind? Tall buildings? Busy streets? As our cities are getting hotter, trees are increasingly important in keeping our cities cooler. There's a new interactive mapping tool. It's called Growing Shade from the Metropolitan Council and Nature Conservancy, and it tracks tree canopies in Minnesota cities. Here to make us smarter about that is Eric Wycheck. He's a planning analyst with the council. Hi, Eric. Thanks, and welcome to ClimateCast. Thanks for having me, Paul. You know, I found this important uh, to understand uh, from the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, they say the right amount of tree cover can lower summertime daytime temperatures as much as 10 degrees Fahrenheit in cities. And I, uh, you know, trees really have a major impact on their local microclimate, right? Yeah, you know, like I I always like to say that trees work really hard for us, um, but we're not always seeing that hard work. Uh, Trees are the lungs of the earth. They sequester carbon. They provide shade. They reduce that urban heat island effect, and they provide food for wildlife. Uh, So when we have a lot of these interconnected emerging threats, uh, public health threats, environmental justice issues, climate change, and natural resource conservation, all of these intersect with trees as a possible sort of Swiss Army knife solution to a lot of these interconnected issues. And we need to understand them in that way. Uh, you know, when we're doing our planning work and thinking about where some of these gaps might be and why we might want to increase our canopy in different locations. Help us understand this product, this tool from beginning to end. I mean, what went into it? Did you use satellite images, uh, local reports, and then how is it processed? And then what comes out on the other end that's useful? We have threats like emerald ash borer. So we're losing a lot of our ash trees. And this tool actually tracks Um, that loss in canopy. So it's a real-time data uh, kind of engine um, because it's using remote sensing from satellites. So we can actually do quite a lot in terms of us uh, tracking, making um, actionable decision-making. It's real-time data, and I think that that's really exciting for us. This tool also looks at climate justice and public health. Tell us more about that. Well, you know, we do have areas of our region that um, have low canopy, um, and a lot of those areas uh, coincide with with what we would call environmental justice areas, areas where the land uses are typically more commercial and industrial, but there's also housing in these areas. Uh, So, you know, a lot of the residents in these locations um, have to suffer the inequities of not having trees uh, to help uh, reduce um, air pollution, provi- you know, providing shade, and all the benefits trees provide. So a lot of communities now are seeing that you know, focusing in on these areas is a great way to make for a more resilient community um, if we can get trees into these locations. How are cities responding to this tool? Did I read correctly that St. Louis Park, for example, is getting involved? Yeah, St. Louis Park is a great example of one of the early adopters and users of the tool. They actually approached us and they wanted to figure out a way to provide no or low-cost trees um, to areas that had low canopy, um, areas that they had identified as environmental justice concern areas. But they didn't have the data to back that up. So that's where the tool can really come into its own is uh, through communities using it to generate reports. Uh, to help with that decision-making process. 
Eric Wycheck with the Metropolitan Council, thanks so much for your perspective today. Thank you, Paul. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.